gentlemen you know the name you know the voice you know exactly why i'm here just in case you don't i am a 26 year old piece of gold the messiah of the microphone and the greatest sports and recreation podcaster in the world today i am joined by the 15 time and first ever bullet cast champion the canadian destroyer bt brandon tanguma bt it's wednesday you know what that means what's going on mr no days off of course mr no days off Philip. it is wednesday which means another episode of the bullet cast just the two of us once again cue the music maybe this is just what we are now maybe we are just back to the og twosome but philip doing okay um went to the a's game today they lost again oh and three on the season when i'm there so but it's okay so okay. i gotta see i gotta see vladdy cakes gotta see the wagon because dad ass is a wagon if you don't know now you know wait a second but anyways I'm doing great, Philip. How are you doing today? Went to a press conference today. You know, big things are happening in the yay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go check out the socials of Juicy Finau, Journey Fatu, uh, Hot Tag, the the, uh, the 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 cannabis medicine oil. Go check out the socials of that. It'll be up on the uh, Bulletcast feed on YouTube and in podcast form. Probably tomorrow, the day after, talking about this big thing that uh, Juicy has planned for the Bay Area on September 2nd, uh, which I hear is the birthday of Levi Shapiro, who was just on the show as an interview guest. Brandon, thoughts on the interview? Well, Philip, it was a great interview. It was fantastic. Lengthy interview, almost near or over 20 minutes, I believe. And great camera work. If you guys haven't seen it, go check it out on the YouTube. We appreciate it. if you, you know, if you want to listen to it and watch it on the YouTube, that's perfectly fine as well. But uh, great camera work, great interview, great question about the hot tub time machine. I thought Levi had a great answer. There's some B-roll footage captured from the wrestling school. So it was not just a, you know, single camera setup, just talking away. There's actually some good footage and a oh, good reason to go check out the YouTube video. I used to throw B-roll in the, in the interviews back in the day. I thought I'd bring it back. Um, B, what's your favorite B-roll spot? That, did you kind of skip through the video version of it? This, see how I put it all together? Or? Well, of course, Philip. I watched the entirety of it because I am here to support you. I'm here to support us. But At least you're here. There was. Yeah, I know. Always here. For better, for worse. Yep. The uh, you know, there's the over literally over the back shot of Levi just looking over and watching. Uh, I did like there was some footage where you can see him talking and kind of trying to explain it because we this was the sem not what, what was the exact because it wasn't the, the beginner, se- the semi pros and the pros. So, yes, these people did have some uh, whatchamacallit, some experience, but because of the pandemic, I think the most experienced person was like three years. But if you take the pandemic into account, you know, realistically, like a year and a half. And I don't think anyone's really had a match yet. So definitely a lot of work to be done. And Levi was there spreading the knowledge. 
Absolutely, man. You talked about we talked about the uh, the hundred years of wrestling in the Bay Area. We didn't recap all hundred years, but I mean, that's something we should do. Like go decade by decade. I think that'd be cool when I get my when I get that book. I did like you name drop uh, when it was big time because that is a book that I have looked into and tried to grab. But as he said, it is very limited and very hard to get your hands on. And so uh, everything I've heard, it's a fantastic book. And especially being from the Bay and wanting to know more about it, I would love to, to read it. You know, maybe Levi could uh, slide it, slide it our way one time. For the What's the name time. of the book again? When it was big time. I forget exactly who the author of it was. Yeah. But if you just look into it, you type up like big time wrestling, you know, the best big time wrestling. Um, you know, you'll, you'll find it. I don't know if you'll find a copy of it, but you will find writings and people talking about it. That's what's up. The other big time wrestling's coming back in August, I think, or something like that. That's interesting. But Levi, great, great uh, interview. Love him. Got a nice zoom in. Go watch the video version on YouTube. A nice zoom in of the uh, nasal thing or the thing, the thing that's in his nose so he can uh, breathe the right at the moment. And yes, if you see the B-roll, he's not picking his nose. He's fixing the, the nasal grip because it's underneath in his nostrils. So yeah, it looks like a, looks like a scepter. It's kind of cool. So he's not he's not picking his boogies, people. He's he's trying to do it so he can breathe. Yeah, Levi, I mean, he went in depth, man. We talked about bumping and feeding and just. A lot, a lot of insider terms and stuff. It was, it was really fun. Um, yeah, man. How'd you, how was your experience at the school, though, Brandon? Uh, it was a fun time. You know, second time being there. I uh, went there in early 2020 to do the Starboy interviews and stuff. So it's been a while since I've been there. Really hasn't changed much. But, um, you know, it, it's a cool time. And even though, you know, just kind of listening in and seeing the inner workings, no, you know, not trying to kill kayfabe or anything, but I do find it very interesting. It does make you appreciate uh, the, the the legit pros who do it at a high level because like not trying to bury them or anything like they were doing like very simple things. And it was, you know, there was a little bit of a struggle. They were they were getting, you know, they're they're new. And so they were just learning things. And it just makes you be appreciative of the people who are able to do it so crisply and cleanly, even though sometimes you might get on them and harp on them about them, you know, messing some stuff up or anything like that. But at all times, I do understand that it is very hard to do the graps. Absolutely. There was a, there was <laughs> the best part of the day. There was an amateur bat and Brandon almost slid a disc. <laughs> well, that's because we're still, especially because I am the champion. I will be the champion forever. We still have this, that. this match scheduled for apparently someday in November at Mount Eden. Hey, and, and, and I was trying to, you know, I was trying to get that. That match in real quick one time. It was not a full fledged match, but we could have done a little something. And Philip, he was ducking me. Hey, he Ju was ducking Ju me. Juicy and Journey said they're trying to roll through. I'm like, all right, bet. Maybe you got to wrestle them to get to me. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know about all that. Oh, now you don't want to do it. Well, you know, they're 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 some big boys, and you know, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm not I'm not afraid of you. But I'm afraid what? of them. You <laughs> You better be afraid. You know who I am. I'm a silent assassin. How dare you? Philip is underestimating my just as as much as I lack in technique, I overperform in tenacity and quickness and some athleticism. Real quick, when I toss you in the air, what do you need? My you feet are not, my feet what, are not. What was your last match? What did you do in your last match? Uh, well, the last time, well. 
actually, this is probably not a story I should tell, but the last time I wrestled was in eighth grade. So this was, you know, almost 30 years ago because I'm old and decrepit, but it was eighth grade. It was the middle school tournament or whatever, end of season. And I was wrestling and I think I already lost one. So I was in the loser's bracket or something or another. And I wrestled this dude and Philip, I have never been like, that's really the only hand to hand combat I've ever really done in my life, but I have never been manhandled and destroyed. Like I, I felt very hopeless against this person. He had me in like a little bit of a chokehold, a little cheating. If you, I mean, you're not supposed to be doing that, but if you ain't cheating, you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Exactly. So that's, you know, that, and I learned from those techniques and I might have to utilize them on Philip if push comes to shove, but it ain't going to get down to that. Cause I don't need to be doing all that. But anyways, he might've been choking me a little bit and I was struggling to breathe and I might've been squealing like a little piggy choking. Like the way Victoria choked me in that photo. Wee, wee. That's basically what I sounded like. It was, it was bad. It was. Hey, you better experience all that again. Wow. Better get some PTSD flashbacks. It's, <laughs> but it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. You know, Philip is very underestimated. He's underestimating me. Bruh. He's like, oh, just because I could, just because you wrestle all the time. I mean, come on, I got this. I don't wrestle all the time. Exactly. That's even worse. What do you, bro? My last match, I was in a league final. Do you not understand that? I was one pin away from going in the Hall of Fame. Come on, bro. Hell, I should be put in the Hall of Fame anyway. Stop. Stop yourself. I mean, I'm just saying, not trying, you know, not trying, to, say- not trying to get after you, but I, I feel like, you know, if I know wrestling's one thing, but you know, I think physically I have the upper hand. I just need to not choke it. I just How? need to not mess up. Bro, I'm 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 back in the lab. I feel like at- athletically, I got this. As long as oh. you know, I stick to the plan and I don't mess up and I don't, you know, as long as you don't grasp your hands together and can lift me and throw me, which is not going to happen. I don't think I've ever. Oh, really? really? It's not going to happen. Trust oh, me. really? Bro, I'm back in the lab. I'm in here. I've been in the lab. But, bro, the endurance is back. It, it's up. The strength is back. You out here you doing basic arithmetic, arithmetic while I'm out here, you know, basic mess, messing around with the periodic table and stuff. What do you mean? You're you're doing basic chemistry. I'm out here doing zoology. What's up? I'm out here doing marine biology. Okay, you can do that with all. Never mind. With all the girls at at high school who say I'm going to be a marine biologist, so then they don't do that, and then uh- they. Fall I back and just do whatever. The three f- kids. What? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some wrestling other than us. Um, See, Philip, I told you before the podcast in our pre-show meeting that they don't come here for the wrestling. They come here for the witty banter. Like the Drake talk, which this I was might right not have about. been witty, but it was banter. You want to argue about next? What's up? We can have that. We can have that Lil Wayne argument again. What's up? Once again, Philip, we don't need to go down that road. I mean, we crossed that bridge he, many times. Because he said, "What's that goon to a goblin? Not then. Really? That that's why y'all love this man? Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Why was you say? Once again, you keep get you know you keep getting all over your boy Drizzy. If there was no Wheezy, there would be no Drizzy. Bro, that's just a fact. That's not a fact. Shut that's up. That is just a fact. Jack. Stupid. No. Drake would have made it. He was on Degrassi. He was going to make it either way. How dare no, you? No. How dare you? Drake has so much respect for Lil Wayne, Philip. I think you need to show that same respect. 
If he was Canadian, sure, but he's not. What you got some against Louisianans? New Orleans? Hey, look, New Orleans. I almost got caught up in Katrina. Cheese and peas. I know. Cheese and peas. Thought about staying like a few more days. And if we had stayed, yep, that uh, this show would that be happening right now? Yeah. Cheese and peas. Anyway, Logan Paul signs with WWE. What are your thoughts? Or this news broke out uh, after we recorded. Yeah, I mean, I don't got too much really to add. I'm not a big Logan Paul fan. I obviously know who he is. It is one of those things that WWE does where they kind of sign, you know, a character. They sign a, a celebrity. I don't know what exactly signing him means. Like, is this like uh, the MMA person we talked about last week where it's a full-blown contract and she's going to be at the PC? I don't think so. I think it's just more of like a scheduled, you know, almost like a Brock Lesnar kind of contract like oh here's your like 20 dates you'll do for the year and like your three matches or something and i don't know exactly what logan paul adds they are looking like they're continuing down the road of him as a face against the miz he's a a good idea he's a he's a major fan base and with with the miz thing so miz is gonna have to really dial it up he's gonna have to really be a treacherous heel in order for that stadium to to boo him and cheer logan it looks like they're going to pair him with AJ, which is a positive. It might dilute the che- the booze a little bit, but it is going to be a tag match, which means there will be a point where Logan Paul will go up against the Miz. And especially if it's Logan Paul and Ciampa, I mean, probably even double that against the SummerSlam type crowd. It's not going to be good. Like I know the WWE crowd has kind of lessened in the ardent smarky fans. So maybe they're the more casual or the less cynical fans will be at SummerSlam than there usually have been and they'll be more likely to share Logan Paul or they do like Logan Paul but I ha- find that very hard to believe for sure for sure alright um, moving on from that Tony Khan apparently is open to doing a show with WWE that's the real forbidden door I've been talking about people um, it's funny this is coming after Sam Roberts booked the ultimate forbidden door WWE versus AEW so, I mean, I don't know. We've seen AEW people on WWE TV. The knockouts champion from Impact was in the Royal Rumble. Is is this a possibility now? It is absolutely not a possibility. Like, obviously, Tony Khan would say, okay, cool. Yeah, of course we would do it. Trying to, you know, be the baby face and look cool, which, I mean, we have, we saw, you know, on the Cena thing, he sent over the, the videos. but. I have a feeling if Jericho was having a, a similar s- celebration and they asked WWE to send over some videos, I honestly don't think Vince would have greenlit it. I think he... Well, they did the 30 years of Jericho, but uh, I guess Tony Khan didn't ask for any. I- I'm not. I'm not saying that in that instance he didn't or did. I'm just saying if they did... Like right now, after saying, oh, you know, oh, Vince, you know, we sent some things over for you guys. Could you, you know, do us a favor and send over some videos of like Cena, Orton, uh, whoever else for a Jericho thing or a big show thing or Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson thing. I just don't feel they would have done that. I would love to be proven wrong because WWE hasn't. I mean, it's AEW, WWE. It's never there's never going to be a joint show. People just 
calm, calm the F down. We did get a WWE reference today with a little uh, showdown between Cesaro or Antonio, God, Claudio, Antonio Cesaro, Claudio, and Jack Swat. I mean, Jake Hager. Um, but yes. besides that, I don't think we're going to do that. Uh, Jake Hager, one of the best WWE ECW champions. That's uh, saying a lot. Uh, WWE ECW is better than the original. I'll say, I'll die on that hill today. Vince McMahon also up there, better champion than Taz and Shane Douglas and Oh Christian, better ECW champion than Shane Douglas. Okay, okay. You know, speaking of, well, this is a topic we'll we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, What else is going on? WWE any docs premiere this Sunday? I think Undertaker's is first. Uh, They look like they're going to be fun. They're doing that. uh, Smack talk show right after where they recap the uh, documentaries. I'm just really excited about the uh, the WrestleMania 19, you know, the Rock and Austin and stuff. That's going to be interesting. Speaking of Austin, I found a place on Jackson to buy his beer. I'm excited, and the guy said he's going to order the lager. So you down? Of course, yeah. You send me send me the link, send me the ad- the address once they come through. Let's make a trip together. Let's do. Oh, that. We could make a trip together. You know, we'll use my vehicle as always. Oh, yeah, of course, because you got the more gas-efficient vehicle. I'm the more effective driver. You know, it, it goes hand-in-hand. Hand. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Paige is officially a free agent as, as of midnight today. Or, yeah. Or in 10 minutes, if we're going by East Coast time, because it's it, almost 9 o'clock here. I think her contract was up on the 7th, right? Yeah, so that's tomorrow. It's it's uh, coming up, so... She uh she had a uh an article in what was it the Players Tribune was that it? Sure, yeah, of course. What do you mean sure? Yeah, of course. Well, I don't know. I'm not the Instagram. I'm not the person who runs the Instagram who reposted it. What do you mean? That's not. I, me I, I, I used to have access to the Twitter, but that's not a, apparently. I'm I got kicked out of that. I asked you, did you want it? You said no. Yeah, the Players Tribune. And uh, let's let's just, I'm gonna read a little excerpt of it. The truth is, it was easy enough for WWE to get behind me in those early years. I was, uh, or in those early days, I'm sorry. I was a young woman who could wrestle at a high level and cut a good and cut good promos and move loads of merch. I was probably one of their top assets. You know what I mean. Uh, and you don't learn much about people from how they treat you when you're on top. You learn about people's true nature. I've found uh, from how they treat you when you're close to the bottom. Uh, and, a, and a few years ago, I got pretty close to the bottom. It was like almost overnight. So many things changed. Suddenly my neck was fucked and I couldn't wrestle. I popped a drug test. Uh, my sex tape leaked. I got depressed. I started drinking and I became less of an asset to WWE and more of a liability for a long time. I'm sure of it. Uh, but they never lost faith in me. They never uh, once threw me off to the side. They got me the help I needed when I needed help. And they gave me the time and space I needed when I needed time and space. And obviously the, the uh, article goes on more, but that's really the main core of it, the meat of it. Uh, what's your thoughts? Yeah, you know, very emotional, very personable, personal uh, statement from Paige as we get from these uh, Player Tribune things. I mean, uh, Brian Danielson did one when he was leaving WWE. And, you know, the Paige story is a rocky one from her personal life to her professional life with the injuries and of such. So I'm excited to see what her next chapter is. Obviously she's keeping the door open to wrestling again, as long as 
the doctors say it's cool and she can stay healthy, then I'm okay with it. I would love to see what she would do in any promotion. It doesn't just have to be AEW because I do think she's still she still has something. She's relatively young. She's still either just turned 30 or like in her early 30s. So and she's been off television or been off wrestling for years at this point. So her body isn't too broken down besides the the neck injuries and stuff. So uh, I would love to see what she can do. I'm excited for the next chapter. And uh, I think a lot of people are because she does have the unique look. She has the unique swagger and character, and she is a good talker, good wrestler. Uh, She was never able really to show, I think, her wrestling ability because she was just, you know, at that right before the quote unquote woman's revolution with the four horsewomen, you know, she had some good matches with uh, AJ and some other people, but never was able to have like that showcase standout match on the main roster. Absolutely. We're going to keep it rolling Uh, inside the ring. APW's back September 3rd, 2022. Brandon, we're going right. We talked about this uh, when indie shows started coming back. We were like, man, we can't wait for APW. Here we are over a year later. It's time. It's time. I mean, APW, for you guys who don't know, was the biggest uh, indie. It was was the premier indie here in in, in the Bay in NorCal. And I mean, with the Starboy stuff I was doing before the pandemic, they were going to have a show like kind of that week of the The shutdown. Everything just went to hell with the NBA and sports just, you know, shutting down and COVID really just took over. Uh, So it's been well over two years now at this point, going to be two and a half years by the time this show starts. So I excited. They usually bring one or two big guns from outside the uh, the area. So. It's going to be exciting to see what they do. Yep, yep, yep. The juicy show, the uh, the big kickback is the day before. I'm going to be at everything, so come see me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Tessa Blanchard is making an in-ring return uh, July 16th, coming up here, what, next week? She uh, At uh, Hurricane Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Good for her. The problem child. Um, she was supposed to be on that Women of Wrestling thing that AJ's doing, and yeah. she got kicked off of that as well. Um, AEW seems to not want her. TNA got rid of her. WWE isn't going to touch her. Prop, I guess. NWA. So. That's she's running out of. She's running out of spots, man. NWA or MLW. Those are really her only two options. Um, yeah, I, I remember at a, in Chicago when they did the Ruby Soho debut for the Battle Royal. Everyone or there was that one guy who wanted Tessa Blanchard, and everybody in that section or in the part of the arena was like loudly chanting, "No, we don't." And that was hilarious. We want Tessa. No, we don't. Is that it? Yeah, pretty much. It was like one person against like 2,000. I should have joined him so he didn't feel as bad. He needed He needed a friend because. He needed a friend. Oh, God. Maybe not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Jeez. Uh, Valerie Lorena, she was actually on the Sam Roberts podcast this week. Go check that out. She did a Sam's morning show in series with him and Jim Norton. And, uh, you know, talked about, you know, obviously from uh, what she can expect. She just started watching wrestling this year, bro. So we'll see. And I know that's probably going to turn a lot of people off and get them angry. Like, oh, how could you, you know, you're joining WWE and you don't even watch wrestling. Well, back in the day, back in, you know, when wrestlers, when wrestlers were wrestlers and making real money, they weren't really wrestling fans. Like this has just been a. Recent phenomenon in like the past 20, like basically since the Attitude Era where everybody watched wrestling. Now, like 
all the wrestlers now are just wrestling fans. Yeah. And it so I'm I'm not gonna hate her. Now, hopefully, when she is in the business, she dives into it and really understands and takes it seriously, then yeah, I have no issue with it. Like I was watching Kurt Angle of the Table for Three, it was Kurt Angle and Alpha Academy. And Kurt said the same thing. Like he didn't start watching wrestling until like after the Olympics and like ECW brought him in and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So hey man. It is it it, it, it is what it is. I think she'll be all right. And then uh, what's this UK show going on? What's going on with this? Well, this is almost like the uh, fire fest of the wrestling world. So this has been in the works for, I think, like a few months now at this point. Uh, originally, it was going to be, I think, Braun Strowman versus Aleister Overeem. And it was basically like every single WWE person who was released during the pandemic was going to be a part of the show. And then it got rescheduled for for reasons. And then they were supposed to have the show our Saturday. And there was like the lead up, the lead up to it was just insane where people, there was only like a couple hundred tickets sold. And this is like a 10,000 seat arena in uh, Norwich. I think that's where it was in England. And people, some wrestlers were saying they weren't traveling yet. They haven't had any information, travel information on how to get there. And it it seemed like it was going to be this complete disaster. So it was no shock to anyone really that it got canceled again. And there was a little kerfuffle that uh, the wrestlers haven't been paid, but I guess that has been the uh, case. Uh, Lena Fee, whatever, Nia Jax, I guess she said some things and they kind of disputed that. But uh, so there's some wrestlers, I think, who are in the UK already. And I think I saw something that uh, Mojo Raleigh is like setting up like a free meet and greet or something. So there you go. Not all bad. Okay. That, uh, that sounds like it sounds like something. This is also uh, run by the Authors of Pain. That's is- okay. That's what this was. All right, I, I'd heard about that a little bit. All right, all right, all right. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, no fan mail at all this week, bro. Damn, not they not. hate us. I know, it's right? okay. They hate us because they ain't us. I still love you guys. Or should even, I, should even, I check even, it anyway? I still love you guys, even though the ones that are the one person that that yelled at me. Who yelled at you? Uh, someone c- tried to cancel me because I did the whole black Twitter thing. Oh, man. Let's see. Do we have any? Do we have any? Just to let you guys know, basic- when we normally record now, I know we've kind of changed it, but we still release it later. Normally, we've been re- recording like almost right after AEW Dynamite. So, yeah, I, I know maybe some of you guys might s- still send it in on Thursday morning or Thursday afternoon. Yeah, uh, but now we are recording a little bit earlier, so we got one. <laughs> I got one. Okay. Are, are you ready? Am I, I going to get canceled again? No, no, this is about you, though. Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> Nigerian Prince. Hey, so I played the show for my girl. <laughs> Bro, this is so weird. And it's the part where Brandon said. If other people could eat it, so can I. Oh, that's when you talk about the cruise ship, right? And the frog legs and shit. Right? Yeah, of course. You know, if, if it's edible and you put it in front of me, I'm going to eat it. My girl was like, does that apply to ass? <clears throat> well, you know, people, well, as I said, if you put it in front of me and it is edible, your boy's going to eat it. Oh, my God. He did not just say that. He just not just say that. Why did you just say that? And as long as it's clean and not a lot and no dingleberries. Oh my god. 
Hell nah. Real, Why did you real, just... real gentlemen do it, Philip. Come on. Shut up. No, you did not just say that. Real. real... Oh, no. Well, yeah, I mean, you already said it. So you already said the, uh, the action of what we are talking about. Oh, my God, bro. All right, we got to move on. We got to move on. Um, talk even if so, you're telling. So never mind. We're not going to go. Nope. We're not no, going no, 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 no. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do so it. You're telling me if you got a heaping plate of yam yam bigelow right in front of you, you're telling me, and that, you're telling me you're, you're not going to you're not going to partake. She got to turn around. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Uh, talk about raw, bro. Make <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm pretty raw right now. Oh, my God. All right. As uh, Philip goes to relieve himself, uh, we will cover raw. And we got uh, yeah, Becky Lynch and Oscar once again main eventing raw. I believe I saw something on Twitter, which obviously you every single thing you see on Twitter is absolute fact that a men have not main evented raw in like three months which does kind of make sense as I kind of roll through. It has been a lot of Becky Lynch, a lot of Oscar, you know, Bianca, Rhea, just the women's division in general on Raw. But uh, this was a street fight, I believe, and they just had a street fight, you know, tables, ladders, chairs, oh my. And Becky gets the win. So kind of cementing, I think, the end of this Oscar feud. I don't know what they're going to do unless they're going to pivot to Becky and Bianca at SummerSlam because I don't think you run you can't run it back especially at SummerSlam with Bianca and uh, Carmella and if Rhea's still dealing with some issues then maybe they don't want to push it too quickly but I, I was kind of like well not liking loving what Oscar and Becky were doing but they're two of their top women stars and the uh, the depth for the women's division is not very good right now and especially now as you take live off of it I don't know what other baby faces you can really give to Becky at the moment, unless they are going to continue this feud with Oscar. And it's just going to be the never ending feud for 2022. It might be on a Bailey comes back as a baby face. We do that. We could. And, you know, Becky versus Bailey could it's, be something you pressure do. of the four horsewomen. Yeah. But it's also one of those things that you had when you like brought Becky back. It's like, Oh, okay. You brought, you bring Bailey back and obviously you don't want to, have her lose Becky's kind of getting rehabbed right now. You don't want her to lose. And then here we go again with they can trade losses, bro. It's crappy fine. finishes and no, it doesn't count outs. Doesn't have to be count out. We can, you, you can like, Oh, I got you this time or like a roll or a roll up or whatever. That's fine, bro. Like we can, we can, what you call it. We can trade a couple losses and have a rubber match. Still understand how we haven't gotten Becky and Rondo legit one-on-one yet, but you know, what do I know? So would it be hard for Bailey to come back as a baby face? Absolutely not. I mean, it always happens when you come back from an injury. The people are going to cheer for you. It's just what do you do next? Yeah, I um, mean, because like I always tell people, like, that's not hard, bro. Hogan put back on the, the red and yellow after the black and white. It's not hard. I mean, hell, he still wears the uh, red and yellow now, and people exactly. still cheer him. I mean, hell, people still cheer Vince McMahon for some godly reason. I mean, well, that's Vince McMahon. I mean, I've been saying it for years, not even before the the accusation. Well, the accusations were still known back in the day, but before this investigation. Wait, this is the first I've ever heard of it. Well, Philip, you know, you got to you got to 
gotta, gotta you know dig through and you know do some muckraking. Even I, though muckraking is not a good term in terms of journalism. Anyways, we're not yeah, going to go, go down my, my journalism. People still cheer Vince because he's Vince. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's, he's, what, what, he's a national treasure. Can we call him that? Can we say that about Vince McMahon? I think so. Um, he's, a, he's a, he's a, he's a kind of like what, like a Morgan Freeman, you know, just like this. This being who who's always been around and who's been loved and all that other stuff, you know what I mean? Vince has also been very much hated. Yeah, I don't think Morgan Freeman is as disliked as Vince. I, I just I just thought of like a, no, I didn't even mean like dislike, just like you know, like just like they've always been there, you know. They're, they're just like this fixture, you know what I mean? Like Betty White, she was always around and. Fortunately, until she's no longer with us, but just like that fixture that's always been there. And she, you know, she wasn't being investigated for misproprieties and rape allegations. Betty White's an angel. She she was an angel. Love, love. She still is an angel. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, it's a triple threat for the ECW title. Kane versus Big Show versus Mark Henry. Oh, what a what a sight this is. Watching uh, Night of Champions 2008. It's fantastic. 2008 was such a good year for WWE, man. So underrated. Too bad I wasn't there. That's why it was such a great year because I wasn't there. Mm. Oh boy. Mm. What? Uh, so let's talk about these Street Profits and and and, and Lashley defeating Theory and Alpha Academy. The, the Dawkins are the, uh, the the Montez talk has really really been beefing up that he's the single star out of the two. And then you saw Dawkins' performance on Monday night, and I put it on the bullet cast, bro. They can both be Sean's. They, nobody has to be a Genetti. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You don't need to. Ha- One person doesn't have to skyrocket while the and other they, person and just languishes. They don't languishes. have to break up. They don't have to break up either. I get that's the generic thing, but you know, we can have a couple tag teams that never break up, like New Day, like RK, RK Bro. I mean, obviously the turn's coming eventually because that's just what might happen. But honestly, they may never break up. You know what I mean? Once Randy's back, tag teams don't need to break up. Not all the time. Yeah, you don't need to do like the angle. I mean, technically, like in the shield, Roman and Dean still kind of kept together. And yeah, they did eventually have like heel face interactions, but they didn't, you know, everybody just didn't turn on each other all at one time. So, yeah, like you don't want to be like the primetime players when they broke up. Nothing really happened. Crime time when they broke up, nothing really happened. And it's, it's, it's I don't know, they're black tag teams. And that's I was going to, uh, you know, I didn't want to be the one to point it out. So yeah, I had to get canceled again. Uh, end zone cast, nothing really happened. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> well, didn't you just like kind of squash Enzo and then Enzo just went to the cruiserweight division and ran rough shot there after he got squashed by Cass? Um, oh, Kaden Murdoch, there we go. How to, how to think of another checking Kenan and Lundrick, there we go. Boom, bam. Yeah, I, they didn't even, I don't even think some, yeah, yeah. Kendrick turned heel on London, I think, and then he went on to become the Brian Kendrick, and then he tweets things that are inappropriate. Um, yeah, so that's that's my whole take on that. Liv and Bianca defeat Carmella and Natty. Yep. I'm good for them. No, nobody got hurt, so I can ask for them. I mean, I kind of touched on it with the Becky and Asuka match. Are they really stretching Bianca and Carmella till then? Because I don't think they should. We haven't seen Rhea since then, since her injury. And Becky doesn't look like she's doing much right now. Her getting hurt really messed up Judgment Day. And people are complaining about Finn and the long tights. So what, bro? Who cares? It was weird. 
He used to wear them before. Like it's who cares, bro? Oh, we, we didn't talk about the uh, the spooky vignette on our recap on Monday. Oh, it's Edge. Yeah, I think it is Edge. It is a little weird that he's going to still. I mean, I guess because he went so deep in the Judgment Day direction that you kind of have to keep it a little bit. But it Can is weird that you're like Brute Edge versus Demon Finn. We're not going to get that. I don't know, Ooh. but it is unless he is like going to try to do that, like very like his debut act where he was like the loner. And which never really panned out for for reasons. So I don't know if they're going to try to run it back again. I mean, he uh, he'll have a different way to approach it now. All the years of experience, so that's fine. I'm down. I'm down for all that. Let's uh, let's keep it rolling. NXT 2.0 Great American Bash happened. Uh, Roxanne Perez and um, Cora Jade defeated Toxic Attraction to become the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. That's what's up. Braun Breaker, another successful defense. I believe it was attacked by Grayson Waller. Things are starting to look up on 2.0. I did not watch a single second of this. Wow. I did see the the picture of uh, Cora Jade and Roxy. With you know the, we uh, talked about this here? With the with the titles. God, you have to watch. I, you know, stuff. 4th of July has really messed me up, Philip. You know, being on a Monday. I didn't watch Raw until Tuesday. So then, you know, Bro, push me back. And I got back from Modesto at like 4 a.m. and went to work. What are you talking about? Yeah, it messed it messed messed up the feng shui of the timing. And then I had to, you know, I, I went shopping and I had to do some things. What did you shop for? What did you buy? Well, I didn't buy, really buy anything, but uh, because I'm very, I'm a prissy pants and my family doesn't really care too much about surprises. I just pick up my own birthday presents pretty much. Wow. Wow. What'd you buy yourself? Let's have that talk. Uh, let's see. We got some, well, from different aspects, you know, from different parties, you know, got some barstool merch because I'm a Chad. Uh, my brother got me the California Young Bucks t-shirt. Okay. And, and then I went to the Livermore Outlets, got some, some uh, what you call it, some tights, some some things to wear to the gym, uh, some like basic tank tops. And then, Philip, I don't know if we ever talked about this. I don't know if you're a part of it. I'm 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 finally gonna have some Crocs. There we go, brother. You got Crocs. I'm gonna get Crocs in about two weeks. I have my slides. I will forever be indebted to them. And I will still wear them, but the Crocs will find its way into the rotation. Yes, sir. Are you going to customize them or what, bro? Uh, not not right now. Maybe we throw some some pins on there later. But right now we got like a not it's a yellow, but it's kind of like a greenish earthy yellow. I was trying to go with like the Kanye vibes because, you know, I'm the Kanye mark. I really wanted some brown ones, but they didn't have like I, I didn't want the ones with the lining, like the slipper type. I wanted just the straight up plastic Crocs. So. Oh, you don't want the you don't want the ones with the lining in them? Those are the best ones. I have those. I, I mean, my my mom and my brother both have them, so I I felt them. I I feel. I mean, I see it. But just right now, I'm in the, I'm in the market for like some slides, some breathable, some breathable Crocs, some breathable footwear. Maybe you know, once we get to the fall winter time, the 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 footsies get cold, the piggies get cold. Maybe I got to get some some slipper Crocs. No, the the line Crocs are where it's at, bro. I, I wear them in the rain. My feet don't get wet. It's fantastic. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, you can do the eight or I'll, I'll do the AW recap. Uh, Wardlow wins the TNT title. He defeats Scorpio Sky. They should just keep the title like that. I mean, that's that's a beautiful version of it. I mean, yeah, I, I, I love the title. It seems like unfortunately they're doing it all the time where everyone gets like their own version of the championship. 
And I think I've come to the realization that the TNT title is just going to bounce around hot potato style because all the other titles really don't change hands all that often. So, I mean, I don't have an issue with it. I know maybe some people wanted Scorpio to do more, but Wardlow is the pet project. And I think post MJF, they do need to kind of put the rocket to him and see what they can do with him. Cause he's not, he's not young. He's still, I think he's like in his thirties. So it's not like he's a, an Austin theory. Do you gotta, I mean, he, you know, he's not a Finn Balor, but you want to get the most you can out of him right now. Absolutely. I mean, it's going to bounce around with the TV title did back in the day. Uh, Moxley retains against King. We all knew this was happening. Uh, did you see the match? I, I did see the match. It was hard hitting. It was, you know, it was a good match. It wasn't bloody gruesome by any means, but they, they worked their ass off. It was a fun time. Um, yeah, it was the only thing, as you said, like there wasn't really any drama to the match because no one really expects Brody King to beat um, John Moxley. But they, they put on a good match. They did go two minutes over the uh, the hour. So I don't know if that was a planned thing or they just were running a long time. But uh, once again, Jim Ross came out for the second hour of Dynamite. It was Taz uh, Excalibur. And Shivani for the first hour, Shivani buggered off Tony or Tony. Uh, Jim Ross filled in for him. So I don't know if this is going to, I think this is going to be the thing going forward. I'm fine with, you know, kind of go with the Raw's War, even like the Nitros back in the day where you had the two different announcers. And with Jim Ross at his age, I don't think you need him there all two hours. Have him be sharp, a good, sharp Jim Ross for an hour. I'm perfectly fine with that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Swerve and Keith Lee defeat the Butcher and the Blade. Yeah, match was fine. You, obviously, you know, Swerve and Lee are going to go over. Then we get uh, Hobbs and Starks just yelling. or Well, mostly it was just Starks doing the talking. Bro, how, how does Ricky Starks not have the TNT title, bro? I don't understand this. But he's got the FTW title. It's good. No, enough. no. Shut up. No. <laughs> he needs, like, a, like, give him, like, a three and a half month run with that thing, bro. Just let him go. I mean, I think he's fantastic, especially with his mic work. I think he's great. Uh, Young Bucks came out. They are going to they set up a triple threat tag team match next week at Fighter Fest. So that's the uh, the gimmick for next week is Fighter Fest. And, uh, you know, should be a really good match. I I did enjoy that the crowd kind of took over and were very loudly chanting for FTR when they were kind of obviously setting up a triple threat match. But the, the crowd wants FTR. And I think that's a good sign that they're going to give him FTR versus Young Bucks. And I think FTR beats the Young Bucks probably at all out. And I think it's going to be just a super hot match, a fantastic match with the roles reversed. So we go. Oh, uh, well, that's also the same weekend as uh, APW and the Juicy Show. So oh. Labor Day weekends are going to be a, a packed wrestling weekend. Can't go. Can't go. Oh, no, can't go. Yep. Not on the script. Eddie Kingston, I thought, had a good thing. He had a once again a stellar short good promo, and they beat up Ruby Soho. So it looks like they're setting up maybe like a mixed tag match, or I don't know two jointing singles feuds with Soho and uh, Ty Conti. Also, so a uh, Roosh defeats Penta. Yeah, I mean match was fine. Uh, I don't know if this was a gimmicked mask, but something happened with uh, Penta's mask, kind of mid late into the sh- into the match and so he was just messing with it all the time and then the finish was Roosh taking the mask off and hitting him with the roll up so uh, once again we see I mean we've seen, we've seen this finish like so many times that it's kind of just eye rolling at this point 
but um yeah you know roosh gets the win penta loses again i as much as like phoenix is the athletic one penta has so much charisma and i feel like they can do so much with the lucha bros as a singles or a tag team and they're you know just kind of there to put people over even Pac is above them but i i mean that's that's what they're doing and they're i guess whatever i I wouldn't do it. I would have had the Lucha Bros be a much bigger deal, especially over the past three years of the company, but I'm not the one running it. That's old TK. It is. It is. Uh, we're going to close it up here. Uh, West Coast Pros Cruel Summer is back at the new venue, man. The uh, This is an Irish. It's the United Irish Cultural Center. It's across from the San Francisco Zoo. Brandon and myself will be in attendance. So will West Ghost. Uh, I believe Baby Huey will be there. J- Jimbo, James Kincaid, he's on the call, most likely with Veda Scott. It is going to be a banger of a night. I know Scott Bragante, the owner of West Ghost Bro, hates that term, so I'm going to use it. It's going to be it's going to be. Some I feel like that tonight. term has like been it's, used a lot in wrestling recently, and I feel like it I has. feel like we've said it a lot. Like we've said it. I feel like we like. I know it's like a rap, like lingo that's gone on forever, but I feel like it's really seeped into mainstream and wrestling lingo right now, which Man, I kind of don't that's, like, but whatever. That shit's hella loud. That's the new term. Hella loud. Yeah, but then you're going to make people start using hella all the time, and I, that gets me eye-rolling. You don't like hella? You're a I, Bay Arian. I'm not. I'm saying when it goes mainstream, I mean, there's times where people will obviously not around from here and will say it, and it's just kind of grown and see, but it's fine. I know when I was saying like hell in like Florida and Texas, they were like, "What?" I'm like, "That'll suck, bro." <laughs> Man, all right, let's 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 roll it up. So, uh, Speedball Mike Bailey going up against Starboy Charlie, Titus Alexander versus Jack Cartwheel, uh, ACH versus Nick Wayne, the Motor City Machine Guns versus the West Coast Wrecking Crew. Hey, yo, we're talking about tag teams and stuff. You know, well, y'all know how much I love the Machine Guns, and I got to meet them boys. Brandon, you got to take that photo for me. The West Coast Wrecking Crew, bro, like you've seen them live. They're fire. Those dudes are what's up. I mean, I know maybe some people listening to this don't know really a lot of these people, but this uh, this this card is shaping up to be a good one because it is in a bigger venue. So West Coast is definitely putting their best foot forward here. Yes, yes sir. Check out the West Coast Wrecking Crew, uh, Jerome Nelson and Royce Isaacs. Uh, then we also got uh, Zeta, Zeta Zang going up against Masha Slamovich. Uh, the match that was just signed, Allen Five Angels of the Dark, or no longer with the Dark Order. He's gone from AEW, so Allen Angels going up against the final boss of the West Coast, Vinny Massaro. And for the West Coast Pro Championship, Filthy Tom Lawler taking on Big Oose, Jacob Fatu. Yes, sir. About like eight or nine matches. It's gonna be it's gonna be a nice one, bro. I will I will see Brandon on Friday. We will talk to all of you guys next week. Enjoy the Levi Shapiro interview. Uh, next week is a ugliest more gay shit. I plan on doing a shit ton of interviews that day. So be on the lookout for a lot more content from the BC. Thank you all so much. Diamonds are forever. So is the microphone messiah. Yes. Sir. Here's the feeling and the time and everything that we did. Listen to the senators connecting it. Moving on everything that's pronouncing it. Everything we did in the time now with the testament. Here is the feeling when we live on the stage. It's everything we do turning the page. Nobody does it like us. This has been the broadcast.